the USFL gambling podcast week eight preview picks and DFS episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by edge boost edge boost enables you to uh, double your bet with zero interest. Yes. No interest. Go to sports slash edge to get started today. And remember as always folks to let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. NFL gambling podcast, and I have been known to be a fucking idiot a plenty of times in my life. And uh, yeah, look, hope if you're getting this on YouTube, you're getting the authentic side where I played the wrong theme song. Uh, that's fair. All right, that's fair. And look, you might be wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. <laughs> the United States Football League Week 8, the road to the Freedom Cup continues. What is not to like about life? You know, you got this United States Football League going. It's out there. You know, you got no dome games this weekend. It's a beautiful thing. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke d- defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, let's go. Let's get it going. We got the Tecmo Super Bowl music flying. All right, and this guy—he's a modern-day flying Brian. All right, uh, give we, it up. We for- need to get. We need to get Brewdog. By the way. To get uh, to make a USFL uh, version of uh, uh, already out there in the universe from from the eighties though from the eighties you can do that I, oh, I got you covered. Flying Brian Tillman, <laughs> that's a reference. 
That is a flying Brian reference. He is the, they call him the flying Brian of the United States football league. Give it up for third man in the booth. The DFS got himself. We invite you to come play USFL DFS with us. Uh, Give it up for rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Oh, he's got the Corona. Dude. He's got the Corona. He's at a hotel. Not he's, the virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you know of. Uh, but here we are, guys. You excited? We're three weeks away. From the United States Football League playoff playoffs, Ooh. and uh, <laughs> here we are. I just feel like, well, did, what did we learn from last week that we know nothing still? Or, or I mean, I hit on my <laughs> Michigan Panthers money line play, but I H I went two and two, but I hit on my money line play, so I actually made a tiny bit of money, but not really killing it. Uh, Patty C. I think we all agree that the Stallions are the best team in the league, and that seems to be accurate still after last week. Um, what what well, do you make of the? Know. Yeah, what, what what do we know? We know Philadelphia is won a game by three points, then a game by four points, and then a game by six points. They are figuring it out slowly. Bart Andrews is getting this thing in gear. It's, it's his hair. Can't Bart Bart Andrews' hair is incredible. <laughs> all right. Best best it's coach hair. Yeah. Best yeah. coach hair out there, if I may say so. Uh NC Nick, what have we learned about the United what have you changed? Have you learned anything in the past week in the United States Football League? Well, look, I mean, two weeks ago, Colby went 0 4. <laughs> and this, I was not I, I, on I, US soil. I only say that because this past week I went 0 4 ATS. <laughs> now I feel robbed because I thought my gamblers play was right there for oh the taking. God, that they was were brutal. Up four laying either three or three and a half, wherever you got it. And they let that, that long pass, but uh, don't even get me started. It was like on a play. 10 yard pass and he breaks it for 80 yards. Just terrible tackling. Right. And then if you, you want to talk about stallions breakers, where I was on the breakers, I mean, you could argue that the breakers controlled that game as far as time of, of possession and total yardage no, no, and no, yardage no, 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 per no. play. But really they never yeah, led, I, I, they led three, nothing and they were losing the rest of the game. Well, I, I mean, look, there, there's no way to skirt this. I had an awful week uh, and I'm going to, I'm ready to bounce back. That's all Re- I gotta say. Ready to bounce back and look, ready shout, to bounce out, back. Uh, shout out uh, RJ young tweeted this one here. Why he said it was a wild UF USFL stat. 38% of kickoffs were returned in the national football league a year ago. Right now, the USFL has 93.5% of kickoffs b- have been returned uh, this year, including three for touchdowns. This is the best kickoff in all of pro football. And it's playing a major factor in these games. These games are like no team is crushing it this year. No team is sucking ass. There's not a whole lot of difference between these teams. One or two big returns can really make a major impact on the game. Yeah, and that stat doesn't include the Derek Dillon 109 yard, uh, you know, kick catch or, or, return or whatever the fuck oh, yeah, you want to call it. Field goal uh, yeah. return. Yeah. Uh, so the kick return better, way better than the XFL, if I may say so. And folks, uh, look before we we get into handicapping these games, I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Edge Boost. Yes, Edge Boost is the world's first bet now pay later Visa card. 
Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in betting advances, which can be an extremely valuable tool if you use it correctly. I can guarantee you this. The OG USFL could use could use a little edge boost to keep that thing alive. All right. Hello. Uh, imagine what you can do with an increased bankroll. You can get down on some of your favorite futures without tying up your bankroll. You know you're not gonna have the wife say, "Hey, what is this transaction? Get out of here. Go incognito, <laughs> baby. Double down on uh, maybe a favorite bet you like." or maybe middle or I don't know, maybe you like to hedge, even though that's kind of for pussies, but uh, <laughs> look, edge boost is, isn't it, it isn't some, it isn't some loan shark trying to bust, bust your ass, you know, got to come home with a broken arm and a sling explain to your wife that you fell off a fucking uh, uh, roof or something. I don't know, but um, <laughs> you don't got to do that. Cause guess what? 0% interest is charged. All right. Ooh. Zero. This is fantastic. All right. So support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge must be 21 years or older to use. Problem with gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. We are back on the USFL gambling podcast. Power rankings. We all have the stallions <laughs> one, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes, obviously. Now, now I'm very eager to hear you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, second best team in the league, Patty C. Fire. Uh, you know my my rankings haven't changed. I feel pretty confident that um, I, no. I made the right play last week. Yeah, yes is the answer. They're the second ranked team in the South, which automatically should qualify them as the second ranked team. Carnell Lake because is 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 he's incredible. But the, that Showboat's <laughs> offense still sucks ass. They were so lucky to win that game. It, oh man! You can't give Todd Haley credit if his life depends on it. He's not good on offense. That team sucks on offense. They are coming around. They're Did, getting look, better. Let me. <laughs> I've gotten better. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> dude. Cole Kelly was twelve of twenty-four, fifty percent completion percentage for one hundred forty-six yards, six yards of completion, two touchdowns, an interception, and a fumble. Uh, look. look, this team sucks. I, I don't understand. Their defense is really good. All right, I'll I'll give him credit. If it wasn't for Derek Dillon, Dillon, you son of a gun, uh, breaking a 64-yarder on what should have been an 11-yard completion, this team would have lost. They got goose right. egg the second half, pretty much. They got a field goal because of a turnover. Uh, are hey. you sure you feel like they're for sure the second best team in this league? They uh, find a way to get it done. What four straight wins here? Uh, that's <laughs> Hottest most team in the league. league. Right. And uh, look, Cole Kelly has only thrown for over 200 twice, <laughs> but that doesn't matter because they are uh, a balanced team. Vinny Papali, maybe the premier uh, possession receiver in the USFL. <laughs> is that uh, an accurate Stop statement? It. Stop Who it. else is in that conversation? Bailey Gaither. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, I'll put Sage Surratt. Yeah, I guess he's a tight, end. tight end. He's on a possession yeah. wide receiver. Oh, come on, he was a wide out of way. He'll go over the middle and take a lick and keep on ticking, baby. And then you got Dylan, who's explosive, as we all saw. Look, you got a couple weapons. You find wherever so, the weakness is in the defense, and you can exploit well, it. It doesn't have to be fancy, Colby. It just look, has to work. Did, the most it, the most impressive thing about last week is that they really shut down Mark Thompson in the Gamblers yeah. rushing game. Like Mark Thompson might have scored two touchdowns, but he only ran for like less than fifty yards. They had twelve so, bat downs at the line of scrimmage against Kenji Bahar. Twelve, dude. 12. That was one of the most frustrating games 
<laughs> don't, don't get me started. It was so awful. It's like, come on, man. Like, but that you have to credit that to coaching. Well, like John Atkins. Yeah. I mean, if you had, if you had Reggie white, you know, right. give that guy some credit right. and and overall that like, like we have to start appreciating results rather than projections because our projections, as far as who we think has more talent, that's not winning. So it yeah. doesn't matter. So eventually we have to give them credit. So I'm with Patty. They're my second. No, best team here. They are. They're, I, look, they're they the worst team. I know, but they're all gimmicks. Uh, look, they're but, the worst. But who cares? They're, they're winning. They're the worst team in the league in runs per, per 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 yards per rush. Right, at the worst team in the whole league. And he just Patty C just touched on it. They've only done for 200 yards, more than 200 yards twice. This I mean, team they've only sucks on their opponents it. by three points on the season. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm, look, I'm as much as I think it. it's phony, as much as I'm not buying it, who, who then who are you buying? I'm buying New Orleans is better. <laughs> New Orleans hasn't won a game in like you four just weeks. said they should have beat Birmingham. But it doesn't matter. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> if you don't do it, eventually, like like I'll give you a pass for a couple weeks. If I think you're the better team and just the ball doesn't bounce your way for a couple of weeks, okay. But once we get into three or four weeks, and eventually you're not the better team because you're not winning. Dude, I can go one by one. Last week, a 10 yard pass or 11 yard pass breaks for 60. The week before, Derek Dillon returns a kick 99 yards, right? Like each week, they have gotten a phony win, all right? This well, I agree, but they're winning, and you're gonna pick a team that's not winning. So no. who's your second place team? The Philadelphia Stars. <laughs> well, they won two weeks in a row without scoring an offensive touchdown. Be, but their kicker's amazing. He's the MVP he of the is. league. He's Mark Mosley uh, 2.0 in my mind. Colby just takes the the mirror image of Memphis in in the north in Philadelphia and and says Philly Memphis can't be the second best but Philly is. Well, Makes you know why? It's we almost also- like he's planted his flag and he's <laughs> unwilling to change. Well, no, I I'm willing to acknowledge that uh last year Philadelphia almost wa- damn near won the Freedom Cup, all right? And Bart Andrus knows a thing or two about uh about football, all right? About a thing or two. Yes. <laughs> and you can talk all the shit you want, but the Stars are playing good ball right now. And that defense making key turnovers. They had 347 yards of offense last week against the Pittsburgh Maulers, which was arguably the best defense in the league. That's a lot of yards in the USFL. All right, 6.1 yards per play. I see big time improvement in this Philadelphia Stars team when you you, you mix Case Cookus and Colburn with that sweet ass Aguilar kicker. Aguilar's making 57 yard field goals like they're 10, like they're fit 28 yarders. All right, this guy's incredible. USFL, that is huge right now. Yeah. That's invaluable in these nip tuck games. He is Uh, in the NFL. He he should be. He should be. Matt Colburn's emergence is also a huge factor that makes you got to believe that maybe, uh, maybe they're figuring it out this year. And Nick, do I need to remind you? That the Philadelphia Stars went into the Freedom uh, Liberty Bowl, sorry, Liberty Bowl, and and beat the Memphis Showboats. Yeah, I mean, what what week? What week was that? That was week one when the Stars were terrible, and they still <laughs> won. Okay, so week one has <laughs> absolutely no bearing on week eight. We've seen this 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 season has been crazy because every week it's completely different. So look, I like what the Stars are doing. Yes, they're getting the ground game going. We thought the defense was getting better, but then they just win a game in the 30s. So 
I'm I'm still concerned about the stars, just like you're concerned about the showboats. No, but they have Bart Andrus, who's proven to be a winner. Case Cook is is the difference maker here. And when you add in the kicker, that shows me offensive. I can trust that offense a little more. Now, obviously, the showboats defense is better than the stars defense, but I think the stars are a better team all around. Well, let me say where this, did you have the stars last week? That's I think like question. six, I think. <laughs> See, that's what's hilarious. No, maybe that. five. I don't know. Somewhere around there. It doesn't really matter. Not yeah. not second. <laughs> Dude, I was impressed. Situation. Honestly, if the stars can fix their special teams, uh, you said they gave up thirty. Half uh, half of that was all the special teams with the Maulers. <laughs> part of that is that part of it being in the north because I'm pretty sure the south is better than the north. Again. Well, we'll get to our picks, but uh, watch out, uh, stars, coming you know, along. Let me say this: uh, on the flip side of us giving Colby a hard time for uh, just taking the stars and not giving Memphis credit, we 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 should take a little bit of a hard time because the stars have won three in a row. That's what and, I'm saying. They're the, with the Showboats have won one more game in a row, and there's a head-to-head here where the stars beat them. I, that head-to-head was a long, history. long. But you time guys are ago. calling me the maniac here. <laughs> it, you're talking about one more win. All right, one more win. Okay. Watch out! Stars are coming. All right. Well. All right. So hold on. So let's re- let's regroup here. So we all have the Stallions as one. Patty C and I have the Showboats as two. You have the Stars as two. Stars as two. Colby. Three. I got the Breakers. <laughs> really? The <laughs> Breakers. What? What have they done lately? They can't win. I trust their offense more than the the Showboats. The Showboats. I just don't think they can. Their their offense can't create scores, whereas I feel so, like the Breakers can. So my number three is the Gamblers because they're you know a they last can't. minute <laughs> they're a last minute sixty yard pass away from winning five in a row. They had twelve bat downs and they still threw forty eight passes. They're like, hey, let's, let's uh, oh bat down again. Let's let's run it again. Let's run but it again. They 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 made a, a a valiant comeback when it mattered and they were in a position to win that game, which would have been their fifth win in a row. <laughs> If it wasn't for a play <laughs> where that cornerback did absolutely fucking nothing, <laughs> they would have won five in a row here. Well, the so, safety so didn't my, wrap up either. The safety didn't wrap up either. True. Yeah. Cornerback well, is number one to blame. Yeah. Well, let's the, the whole secondary is awful <laughs> for not doing anything on that play. They did nothing on that play. That was bad. Yeah. But yeah. that's so, a pretty bad sign when they're doing nothing with like 40 seconds left in the game. So my actual, my ranking is Stallions, showboats, gamblers, stars. Wow. Well, I go, I go stallions, stars, breakers, gamblers. Then fucking Memphis after all that. Yep. Presumably. Wow. You Let have to tell you, you what. Have, Colby has shown no love to Memphis. Their offense is None. horrible. The it same disrespect that Patty C. The same disrespect that Patty C. shows the stars. He says, "Oh, they're a soft team, right?" They're, but their offense has been flying lately. All right, that special teams with that kicker, that ace they got there. <laughs> uh, well, let me tell you this: they got the <laughs> third third best showboats have the third best scoring defense in the league. Yeah. Um, and look. Uh, I, I really find I, I I I'm going with Colby here. I'm going breakers number three, and it's because um, if you look at Thompson, he's getting in the end zone. But teams have figured out that 
All you have to do is stop the run against them. Kenji Bahar isn't going to rip you a new a hole. So what are, what the fuck are the breakers doing for you guys to rank them that high? Number one passing the, offense in the league. Yeah, they have uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson and uh, Wes uh, Hills. Yeah, buddy. they look really they look really good the first four weeks of the year. Okay, but but how about this? And, buddy? and a lot of those stats is built on those four weeks where they look really good. What well, have they done? To, what well, have they done? Check like? this out. They lead the passing yards in this league per game by about forty yards per game. <laughs> so I trust that 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 statistic. You know, I can count on it. The showboats are the showboats have the worst rushing attack in the league and the sixth best passing offense in the league. What is good about this offense? How how, how do you trust this over the long haul here? Well, well, here, here's what I do know. Let's go back to the breakers. Let's uh, yes, I have concerns about that offense because sure. the stars have the number two passing offense in the league, by the way. But the breakers have had they've been in the, in the red zone nine times in their last three games and have scored three touchdowns. That's a concern. They, They're going to fix it though. Are are they? Yeah. You mentioned last week. Can DeFilippo make adjustments on the fly? We're, we haven't seen it yet. All I can tell you is this. Let's look at the th- and I'm, don't let me talk about turnovers. <laughs> their their turnovers have been awful lately. Look, They're, I trust they that roster. I trust John Jonathan Adams. Uh, Johnny Dixon, Sage Surratt. Uh, the, That's the, what I said last week, and and yet again they lost and didn't cover it. Well, I took the Stallions so at, last at week. At some point, at some <laughs> that point, was the best team in the league. We just said it was the best team in the league, but not by that <laughs> wide of a margin. That was a four point game. What, what They're was only that? the best team in the league because everybody else is severely flawed. Let me just. Can I read you this? The top eight passing offenses in the league: Breakers one, Stars two, Stallions three. Panthers four, gamblers five. The gamblers, Patty C's talking about their shitty passing offense. It's still better than the showboats. All right. <laughs> then the generals seven, the maulers eight. And by the way, the showboats, it's not like they're that far ahead of, of, of the rest. All right. Now, uh, as far as the generals and maulers, no, the maulers, they are, but the generals it's, it's actually somewhat close. Then you look at uh, the rushing. It, like I mentioned, the showboats are the worst rushing team in the league. Uh, as yards per, per, per rush. You know what I mean? So uh, <laughs> they're, they're a terrible team. They average 75 yards. I don't understand. Carnell Lake, honestly, he should be an MVP running. Right? It, it should be, uh, <laughs> should be Aguilar. Uh, what, what's the defensive lineman that batted the ball down 75 times? Look like Wilt uh, Chamberlain. John yeah, John Atkins, <laughs> Aguilar, and uh, McGill. Uh, as a fourth one, I guess we put in uh, Mark Thompson. Those 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 should be your MVP candidates. Fair. All right. Well, shout out to uh, Nicholas Greenwall in the chat. He says, "Finally caught you boys live." Let's Nicholas, go. tell me tell me who your team is in the USFL. Yeah, yeah give me your top right. fan input here. Yeah, give give me your top three, Nicholas. Let's go. Um, but I'm curious because you we all had the Michigan Panthers eight, even though I was paranoid and I took them on the money line. Cause I was like, Michigan moves the ball. I just mentioned the stats right there. They're like a top, they're the fourth best passing team in the league. And they're the fifth best rushing team. They're actually like pretty balanced. <laughs> they're, they're a pretty balanced team. So I, I, I kind of, I think the, I think the Maulers are the worst team in the league, which is hilarious. Two, two weeks, two weeks ago, I thought of their second best team <laughs> in the league. <laughs> well, the Panthers still, despite being three and four have the uh, worst scoring differential in the league. Uh, the Maulers is only slightly better. The Stars is only slightly better as well. Um, <laughs> That's because so, they got I, blown out once. 
If you get blown out yeah, once, but, yeah. Yeah, like I don't those like year long stats take with the grain of salt because I think week eight is so much different than week one or week two. Yeah, but the yeah. stars are red hot. Besides your your showboats, who only have a one one win more in a row, the stars, the two hottest teams in the league are the showboats and the stars. Right, but you re- you realize the gamblers could be on a five game win streak if it wasn't for that fluky long <laughs> pass play to Derek Dillon. True, but I also realized that they had 12, 12 bat downs. That was frustrating. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's so what I want to. Where say are here. we at here? Are we at? So do we have a, a, a top four consensus? Patty, see who's your fourth. Um. Let me take a peek at that. I am going to go with, um, I said, uh, I, I'm going to go gamblers over stars. I'm going to go gamblers over stars. At, where at where the, do you uh, have the stars? Fourth. Fifth? I have my fifth. <laughs> so I'm you not the breakers. Yeah, the breakers. <laughs> the, the breakers have lost, what, three or four in a row now? And you have a team that you have two teams that have won three or four in a row, and yet, yet you have the breakers above them. I have the breakers above the showboat, so I don't know. I guess that, the, that's ridiculous. So I don't know. We're, we're all yeah. over the board here. All right, power <laughs> rankings done. No, who, we have the Maulers as the worst team. Patty, see who's your worst team? Uh, I think I'm going to go Maulers too, just because that offense continues <laughs> to be so anemic. Like, all right, uh, Generals at seven. Yes. Yeah. And Panthers at six. Yes. <sighs> I don't know if I'm gonna put Panthers at six. It the whole league is so close, but there's definitely like <laughs> true two tiers. There's five teams that are kind of in the same. I mean, no, there's three tiers. There's uh 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 Birmingham all by itself, right? And then there's but they're the not that high above everybody else. They're not that high, but they are clearly above. You know, even if it's just a, a one s- half of a stratosphere, right. they're above the next four. And then the bottom three are all kind of in the same grouping too. I mean, I was just looking at New Orleans stats. Seven of their games are have been decided by one touchdown or less. That's what I'm saying. You know? They're right there. They're right there. And Nicholas in the chats, he's agreeing with Patty C. Memphis and Birmingham ahead of everyone else. Hello. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot <laughs> wait to see how this play. It's gonna be hilarious when Memphis is watching, watching the play the, the, the playoffs at home <laughs> after they after they put up a solid buck ten this weekend. Uh <laughs> All right, look, before we get to uh picking games, shout out to GBO Farms. <laughs> He's cracking me up. He's a big showboats guy too. You gotta remember, GBO Farms, Tennessee guy. All right, through and through. All right. He's convinced showboats are the best team in the league. They're red hot. All right. He says he says, uh, you know, they they should go after uh who was that quarterback that was on the Steelers? No, the Tennessee <laughs> quarterback that was on the Steelers, uh, not Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay should be Key in this Martin? league, though. No, recently on the Steelers, Josh, oh, Josh, uh, Dobbs. Dude. Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, the guy with um, no uh, eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> you're just coming at this guy. He's catching strays. Uh, look, uh, folks, before we get to handicapping each one of the four sweet, sweet USFL games we got this weekend. Uh, I want to tell you that the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by the NBA finals and Stanley cup final contest that we got going on. Yes. We've got two more free contests for the Stanley cups, Stanley cup and not plural and, uh, and the NBA finals uh, <laughs> enter exclusively on the SGPN uh, SGPN app. I can't fucking talk right now. hundred dollar gift card to the winner for free. We're not trying to take your money. The app is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So grab that thing today. And let it ride. You will also get access to all of our USFL picks. Um, all right, guys, let's get into this. Let's let's get 
into this because Josh Dobbs played well for the Titans last year, says GBO Farms. Once again, Tennessee through and through. Um Saturday. Gamblers, Maulers, Canton, Ohio. NC Nick, any chance you're gonna be there? No. <laughs> Not a chance. Uh right now I'm in a hotel in in the middle of nowhere, Virginia. So I will be making myself, uh, you know, back to uh, North Carolina. So no, 89 degrees. They're called for in Canton, Ohio this weekend. Clear, very clear. Sounds nice. Uh, nice. I mean this line uh, I'm seeing the gamblers minus three, the over unders at 43. This is an interesting matchup because I do think the Marlers can put the kibosh on Mark Thompson. Then I think it's interesting. Ken, Kenji Bahar, throw a forward pass that doesn't get batted down. You know what? I got an upset. No, gosh. I mean, your power rankings just had the Maulers last, and the Gamblers at what? But I, but this is like a perfect matchup, where I feel like the strength of the Gamblers is negated by the strength of the Maulers. So you said you said it last week with the Stars played the Maulers. I'm getting a field goal. <laughs> Give me the Maulers. <laughs> Give me the Maulers. Uh, I mean, lately it would. Lately the dogs have been cashing. There's no. There's. There's. I mean, that's definitely been the case. There, there's no doubt about it. The dogs have been cashing. But give me Houston. I still think Houston's a better team. Just look at my power rankings. What my about that over under what, forty-three? I'm on the under. I'm on the under. This is a but, six sixteen to. Nine game. <laughs> Look, if I, if my power rankings have Houston at three and the Maulers at eight, of course I have to lay three points. <laughs> You're really putting a lot of stock in those power rankings. I can't put any stock in my power rankings because two weeks ago I did have the Maulers in second place. All right. <laughs> and pa- to answer GBO Farms, <laughs> dude, I got Hilton points, man. My company prefers Hilton, so I stay at the Hiltons. Dashiz in the Baller. chat says, "Can USFL games be a trap? How are showboats not favored? We're going to get to that." Because I, I I completely agree with you there, but that line uh, stinks. Yes, yes. Uh, I am actually going to take the Maulers and the under. Patty, see what are you doing here in Canton? I'm on Houston and the under. I just don't believe Pittsburgh's offense is going to generate anything. I, I agree with what you're saying, though. I think uh, they have the kind of defense that will probably neutralize both uh, Tom, um, Thompson and Bahar. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, thirteen to. Seven, uh, Houston. <laughs> That's really low scoring. <laughs> that game is That's on USA. Pittsburgh will be a, a handy punt return. <laughs> that game is on USA Network, uh, nine o'clock on the West, noon on the East. But the big one on NBC at noon on the West, three Eastern rematch of the Freedom Cup last year. Bring your freedom. Love flies. it. Love it. Philadelphia yeah, Stars taking on the Birmingham Stallions. And one thing I know. Bart Andrews don't put up with bullshit. All right. He realizes he was that close before, you know, case cook has got injured and he had to bring in KJ Costello. That was a bad plan. Right? <laughs> KJ Costello is a back. I'm joking, but uh, look six and a half, six, whatever you see in this number. I think I see it at flat six right now, but I saw it at six and a half yesterday. Um, guys, not an give- easy play. The stars are going to cover this, and I even think they might be a live dog. The totals of forty six. I do like the over, and when I see the stars at a nice plus one ninety, jump on it. NC Nick, what are you doing in Birmingham? 
You have to, man. Birmingham, like I said, they may be the top team, but it's not by that wide of a margin. So they are due for a lackluster game. And and it, the stars are gonna just way too many points here. And and that's why it also makes sense for a money line play. Give me the points, give me stars money line. I'm gonna take the under though. I think it's a little bit lower Ooh. scoring than you think. Well, you know what's funny is my if you're trusting your power rankings, how are you taking the stars to win? Me, I have the stars number two, so it's logical to think that they could beat the top team. You have them at like number six or whatever the fuck. Well, Patty, C has I, them I have them at four. I have okay. them at four. Okay, so I mean, look, dude, it just it just depends week to week. Just because you're the top team doesn't mean you're going to win every game. Yeah. Yeah, Patty C, uh, what are you doing in Birmingham? You riding the stallions? What? Oh, didn't you Logical. used to go to? Didn't you used to go to a bar in, in uh, West LA, the Stallion Stallion Bar? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, you know uh, <laughs> that was West a pretty Hollywood. that was a pretty funny bit that I heard on the main show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Patty's heard it yet, but Patty C. Patty C. was the one that told me that there's a USFL bar in LA. And <laughs> he said it's he said it's a Birmingham Stallions bar, so and there's a question. <laughs> yes, you didn't, oh, you didn't disclose this was a West Hollywood uh, reference. Show. No, that's what I was. That's what a listener confused that as. He said, "Wait, is it a USFL one or is it something else?" And and I said, "You know what? I need to ask Patty C that." But Patty C, uh, what are you doing here uh, in Birmingham? Uh, look, uh, the reality is going to come around for Philadelphia here when they're playing a truly elite team in Birmingham. Birmingham. Let me let me let me uh, reiterate to you some of the wins they've had. Uh, uh, a 17 point wins against New Jersey, a 40 point win against Memphis. Against your number uh, two team. A four, yeah, that's long, why they're my number long one. Long time ago. <laughs> that's right. Well, it, you know what makes sense? When the number one team beats the number two team. And that's what happened. So I don't feel so bad about that. But let me tell you this even if it wasn't an absolute ass kicking. Uh, Look, I think it's going to be close. Philadelphia is playing well enough, and every most games in this league are pretty tight. So I don't feel great about it. I'll say that much. But I do like the over. I agree okay. with you on that. I, I want to talk hypothetically here. If the Stars beat the Stallions, where are you going to have them in the power rankings next week? They're, be, they're going to be one. number five for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to go down. Yeah, they're going to be number seven. Uh, wow, well, the offense didn't look that impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Case Cook has lost his wedding ring. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they got out yardage by the uh, Stallions, so. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh, guys, uh, Patty, see you on the over, or the under there at at uh, forty. Yeah, forty six. This is one week over. where I feel like the overs are mostly the strong play here. Three Ooh, out of four, I'm going over. I like it. I like it. All right, let's hop into Sunday's action where Patty sees star-studded Memphis Showboats are in are heading to Canton, Ohio, take on the New Jersey Generals, who signed Eric Barriere. Remember DeAndre Johnson got dinged up. Kyle Laletta Cheese probably still going to start, but they did sign Eric Barriere. Uh, who started a, a game or two with the Michigan Panthers a season ago. Uh, and this is the one let's go back to uh, the chat. Cause the shiz brings up a great point. And I, I was on the main show talking about this one. This line makes absolutely no sense. Even with this, this Vegas knows the showboats are shit because how is New Jersey laying two? first off, New Jersey plays. They don't even really have a home environment. Like that's another no, thing. That's, nobody has a home. No, no, no. Nick, you don't find it ironic that the three of the four teams in the playoffs, like if the season ended today, Birmingham home environment, Memphis home environment, Michigan home environment. And then you have Philadelphia who, who's the one team that doesn't have a home environment somehow in there. But 
Is it a home environment or is it lack of travel? Maybe Birmingham actually has a crowd, dude. Yeah, Birmingham think, actually uh, has it, a crowd. A little bit. It's not like it's a crowd that's going to disrupt the other team's offense. Well, sometimes a little bit of a crowd take it a long way, buddy. All right. Uh, okay. Anyway, this line doesn't make any sense, and that is why I'm all over the Generals minus two because I've been saying this. This cha 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 offense with that super long, long lawn chair, <laughs> Cole Kelly, right? It ain't gonna fly. All right. Kyle Laletta Cheese gets his first <laughs> starting win as quarterback of the New Jersey Generals. I'm laying the two. And God. I also I'm God. also I'm also on the under. I think it's a 21, 21 to 17 game. But generals get it done. Well, Nick? Generals do have the lowest scoring defense in the league. So he said Nick. He said Nick. So sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no. <Apologies>. So <laughs> this game is a perfect example of how like bunched my power rankings are. Because Colby, I completely agree with you. This line stinks to high heaven. It, and actually, it opened up at New Jersey minus one. So the money, money has come. come in on the generals <laughs> to go up to minus two. And I had the generals at seventh and I had the showboats at two, but I'm, I'm going to lay the points because the line does stink. And because there, there has to be some regression here <laughs> yes. eventually. Yes. Like, I, I know I, I said the exact opposite during my power rankings, but I think power <laughs> rankings can be different because everybody is so close here. Yeah. And, and there has to be a team that has lost four in a row compared to a team that's won four in a row. And I think the team that has won four in a row, the ball has been bouncing right in their direction. And you know what? They might not have the edge on their shoulder anymore or the chip on their shoulder. What do you want to call it? The team that has lost four in a row that needs this win desperately to, to even try to stay in the playoff race. I think what you were trying to, that's why I'm going to take the generals. Yeah. What you're trying to say is that's your edge boost play of the day. The generals, exactly. The the generals minus two, uh, Patty C. Are you back? (laughs) You, you're big Todd Haley guy. Uh, what are you doing here in Canton, Ohio? Is well, you're sure. saying we well, know one, we know what Patty's doing. He says one team's on a four-game winning streak. <laughs> one team's on a four-game losing streak. Oh, and let's ride the momentum of the team on the four-game losing streak. Dive that makes in. sense, guys. Dive in. Patty Dive C said they're going to the build him a statue. They're going to build Todd Haley a statue in Canton one day. <laughs> I do appreciate. it. Look, they got the Pittsburgh connection down in Memphis, right? Uh, uh, Todd Haley, uh, Carnell, Carnell Lake. Lake. They, yeah. There is, you know, and Pittsburgh is, if we haven't uh, forgotten the winningest NFL program of all time in terms of Super Bowls. So maybe Memphis is on their way to their own. Uh, Freedom Cup. I don't know. Of course I'm going with this. This is ridiculous. That actually, you know what's not ridiculous is uh, a, a, an even scoring margin throughout the year. I keep bringing those stats up for Philadelphia and only a three point edge. So it's probably going to be a close game. Wait, Two for points. Philadelphia, you mean, you mean New Jersey? Or New Jersey, rather. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it probably will, but uh, th- this is the ultimate game of like no like visible talent, but getting it done versus shit tons of visible talent, yeah. but not getting yeah. it done. What's who's going to win that one? Who knows? So I'm saying Laletta cheese those for uh, look in the USFL like a buck seventy five is fantastic. Laletta cheese those for a buck seventy five and two scores. All That's right, the fun league. Yes. Uh, let's jump on over to the nightcap. Going on on Sunday, where the Michigan Panthers head down to Birmingham. Really, there's only one home game this week, and that's 
the the stallions taking on the stars, but Michigan is in Birmingham taking on the break a break of one twos, New Orleans breakers and McLeod Bethel Thompson. And uh, look, I mean, this is a game where, uh, um, I mean, both teams show it's, I mean, look, I know they lost new Orleans there, but they played pretty well. And uh, we got the breakers laying three and a half. I think it's a little steep to be more than a field goal personally. And the over under set of 43, I think you got to ride the Panthers plus the three and a half. I think it's going to be a close game. And I think anything more than a field goal, either way, I would take the points. Give me the Panthers plus the three and a half. I will also take the over 43. Nick, what are you doing here? I mean, I guess my problem is that the dogs have been hitting at an unbelievable rate. Eventually that you would think that has to stop. But I had these team these two teams neck and neck and and I don't think the breakers should be laying more than a field goal against anybody right now because they've had difficulty scoring. So, I'm with you. I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm going to take the points. It's not crazy to do a money line play, but I'm going to hold off on that. Give me the points. Give me breakers money line and give me the under. Going the under. Patty C said all the overs this week. And see next day and all the unders. What's going on in uh, Birmingham, Patty C? Sunday night. Uh, look, I couldn't disagree with you more. Uh, let, let's take a look <laughs> at what Michigan has done over the last five weeks. 15 point loss against New Jersey, 19 point loss against Memphis, 16 point loss against Pittsburgh, 14 point loss against Birmingham. They're the only team that routinely gets worked. They managed to squeak out a three point win against uh, one of the worst teams in the league, New Jersey last week. You guys all of a sudden think they're going to the fucking freedom cup. Most balanced no. offense in the league. And I think that offensive production last week from the Panthers might get some momentum going in their direction. Cause we always said they could move the ball. They just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't yeah. put a point. And, and so maybe they figured out a thing or two and they're undefeated on the road. The curse of Bobby lane <laughs> is real. And when you play in Detroit, you can't win. All right. But when you hit the road, you can win some games. Uh, Patty C's going. He's what do you Breakers get the much needed uh get right game, and I am taking the over in this one. 43 mm. and a half, easy money. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, that's uh lock. What's your number one play of the week? Nick? Uh number one play of the week. It's definitely not that game. Dude, it's got to be the stars. I agree. It's the stars plus. I mean, plus like I, I yeah. said two weeks ago, I was like, I'm never betting the stars again. <laughs> or maybe, maybe three weeks ago, but it's been that kind of season. <laughs> Give me the stars and the points. Yeah, that's my lock. That, Patty that's C, my dog. I, I agree. I, look, I was already on the SGP show. I said that's the that's my lock is the stars plus the six. Sprinkle some on the money line. Patty C, what's your lock of the week? I don't dislike that burn, uh, Philadelphia uh, play, even though I'm taking Birmingham. <laughs> it really could be a uh, look. That that's one game that I'm. I feel like I'm flipping a coin on. I feel like, and and the fact that you guys feel confident, uh, you know, more power to you. It, it makes sense based on how Philadelphia is done and how close these games normally are. That's a gigantic spread in the USFL. Six <laughs> points. <laughs> so so what's your what's your home run play? What's your uh, I think what? the home run play is going to, you know, you guys are going to laugh at this one, but I do think it's new Orleans against uh, Michigan. I think he, he, it was three game <laughs> losing streak uh, taken into account. 
uh, it's just completely counterfeit Michigan. You know, I think that's a, a short, short memory you guys have when it needs to be a little bit longer. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, look, those are our locks. Now we're going to get to our DFS plays. Patty C gave away a lineup that hit for money. I did not give away a lineup that hit for money, but I have before. Same with NC Nick. And this is the DFS portion of the show. And I like listening to this goddamn sweet ass crack it out Dundee music. All right. Uh, all right. Let's load them up. Uh, I learned my lesson about going with Troy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I will no longer roster Troy Williams as a quarterback, or I will I will no longer roster anyone on offense for the Pittsburgh Maulers. I am going with Alex Mago. Look, the Stars defense is opportunistic, but it gives up yardage. So I think Mago has a solid game on the ground, in the air, even though he loses. Give me Alex Mago at twelve uh, twelve thousand three hundred dollars. Does anybody else have Alex Mago? Right here. There we go. It's like playing guess who? Remember that game? <laughs> huh? Let's go. My uh, guy has beautiful hair and uh, <laughs> is pretty sexy and throws for a and lot a of yards. Sweet Can ass arm. He's got a he's got a <laughs> cannon. All right. Uh, uh, NC Nick, uh, please tell me you went with Troy Williams at quarterback. No, 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 no. But I did go with somebody that's. Three thousand dollars cheaper than Alex Mago, and he put up the exact same nineteen point two fantasy points last week. And by the way, they're playing each other this week. Case Cookus, oh, legend, legend. Well, dude, look, they went through a little dip there. Trust me, that you know the last two weeks that that passing game and that offense in general is starting to crank up again. Now, if you if you told me like week three to week five or so, I mean that that they were struggling big time. But lately they are on the upswing. So I think you're getting a bargain price for Case Cookus. And the offense is getting better week in and week out. And I just told you he just put up the same amount of points as McGo, and he's three thousand dollars cheaper. Give me Case Cookus. Nick, I are you like a fan play. of uh Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks? Uh they have a great name, so yes. And I was a fan of Dan Land back in the day. Great oh. basketball player. No, Ross Land. Rossland, right? Him Dan- too. Him too. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I was a huge fan. <laughs> uh, well, look, it, you know, if you've gone that, what is he saying, Shawshank Redemption? If you've gone that way, why don't you go a little further? Oh, you can't run. If, you, if you've gone this far, why don't you come a little bit further? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, you know, you look for that uh, play. You know, it's a damn shame you can't play kickers in this league because Aguilar would be the fucking top scorer in the league. But he was a Northern <laughs> Arizona lumberjack, much like Case Cookus. They were college teammates. People don't know that. Okay. So I was going to say you should roster the kicker, but I forgot that oh. you couldn't roster a kicker. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right, that's an interesting battle. We have the our both our quarterbacks for the same game Saturday night. On NBC or Saturday afternoon on NBC. If my guy can come even remotely close to your guys, and I'm saving three thousand, it's a win. Well, how, let me ask you this: How does Mago, who's not even that like supreme of a passer in terms of yardage, generate the fantasy points that he does? Is it like efficiency? I guess not too many interceptions. Thirteen touchdowns, three interceptions. That's probably it. Well, and um, he, he he rushes he, a little bit. He too. gets like a rushing touchdown every week. I feel like. He had a, like true. a six-yard touchdown run last week. That was huge. He has four rushing touchdowns. Well, that's what I'm saying. CJ Marable never gets a touchdown. 
and uh, Magoo stealing his touchdowns left and right. But, <laughs> they got uh, a who's the uh, varsity blues coach? Uh, Spike uh, Kilmer yeah, uh, running the yeah. show. Over there. I but uh, we just mentioned C.J. Marable. I'm still rostering C.J. Marable despite the fact he doesn't get any touchdowns. He's gonna get one this week. I got a feeling. And they, look, this guy is starting to emerge. All right, it's like watching Big Bird Grayson McCall handing him off the ball because this offense is starting to fly. I feel like Skip Holtz has kind of kept it. Skip Holtz is a leg up on all these other coaches. Maybe Andrus as well. Simplify the fucking game, and that's what he's done. They just do option read. Even their passing plays are out of the option read with Mago and Marable often. And I just think it's a very simple game, and you're seeing that pay off. For the Birmingham Stallions, so CJ Marable at uh, seventy seven hundred. NC Nick, did you roster CJ Marable? I, I, yes, I did because I think he's at that top echelon of running back right now. Yeah, you can keep going. Uh, the music. The only can, thing that's holding him back, but between Wes Hills and Mark Thompson, is the lack of touchdowns. Touchdowns will come as long as there's touches and yardage. Touchdowns will come. And last two weeks, he's averaging seventeen and a half carries. He's averaging like 94 yards or so. So the touchdowns will come. And I think the matchup is right. And the price is right at only 7.7 K. If you want to roster Thompson or Hills, you're paying up like three K more. So yeah, give me, give me CJ Marable. Definitely. Patty. See you on the, <laughs> there we go. Nothing like, on that. nothing like giving out the same roster. Dude. <laughs> I said three K more. It's like five or six K more. It's crazy value, value. The price of Thompson and Hills. Look, I've been Thompson and Hills fans. I've rostered them a ton this year. They're way overpriced right now. I, I think you have to pivot off them. GBO Farms said that whipped cream bikini scene in Varsity Blues. He said he tried that out one time and it, it didn't work for him. He, <laughs> he he put the he put the the whipped cream on it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's supposed uh, to be the hot girl that does that. GBO I'm fucking Farms. With you, GBO Farms. Uh, you don't put it on yourself. Yeah. When you're at a sausage fest. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, like he, high school football is yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I tried he, that. He had, a, he had a girl come over to his house and he just showed up like that. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm fucking with you, GBO. Uh, look, top wideout. And I thought NC Nick hit the nail on the head. Well, 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 hold on. I mean, does anybody have any more running back? Oh, yeah. I have two more, actually. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Why don't we go there first? <laughs> uh, look, James Colburn was a great actor. <laughs> I like to think this is his son, Matt Colburn, uh, the, the second. All right, at seventy three hundred. Uh, look, I think there's gonna. I, I there's a reason why I played the over in Philadelphia, Birmingham. There's gonna be some fireworks down there at uh, Penetrope Stadium. So give me Matt Colburn at seventy three hundred. NC Nick, do you have Matthew Colburn at Penetrope Stadium? Play, play the music. <laughs> we have the same fucking team. Play it twice. Play oh it twice. Oh my gosh. Play it against sports going on here. Um, <laughs> like once again, I mean, like Philadelphia, I, I didn't think I'd say this two or three weeks ago. They are focusing on the run. Now he's getting 80 plus yardage a game. And they're, they're these running backs are so much cheaper than Thompson and Hills. Yeah. You almost have to roster them. So at the risk of being mighty chalky here. Yeah. Give me Maribel and Colburn. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. And in, in terms of other teams kind of dialing in on uh, uh, Thompson and Hills, yeah, Thompson doesn't generate the yards. He is, to, I mean, he's a fantastic running back, and he does find legit find ways to get in the end zone. He's hard to stop down near the goal line. But uh, you're right; the money is just outrageous for these guys. 
Yeah, uh, you got it. So I did a th- third running back. You guys too? No, nope. I went with two. Well, my third running back's a guy that uh, I think is going to have a big week this week. His name is Reggie Corbin, Michigan Panthers running back at seven K. By the way, I left uh, thirty three hundred dollars on the table. Just left it there. You guys, you guys want some money? Come have some of my money. Yeah, um, send it my way. Yeah, Reggie Corbin, seven uh, K. I love my three backs of Marable, Corbin, Colburn. I think I think they're all going to have big games. So that is my uh, top pr- or my third running back. But who is your top price wide receiver, NC Nick? Well, so I definitely wanted to stack uh, Case Cookus with one of the uh, star receivers, and why not do Corey Coleman? The guy's caught over 75 yards two weeks in a row. His targets are off the charts. I mean, you know, yeah, pay up 9K for him, but uh, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this Philly-Birmingham game. Give me uh, give me Corey Coleman. Ooh, there you go. Okay, then. Well, uh, NC, or I'm um, sorry, Patty C, what are you doing? Um, because the wide receiver position, interesting. I, th- I feel like the running backs, <laughs> I, I can trust more than the wideouts in this league. Um, what are you doing, uh, Patty C? Well, my uh, most expensive uh, wide receiver is my lowest uh, fantasy point producing wide receiver. If that tells you how uh, stupid uh, DraftKings is or how <laughs> slow they are to adapt, uh, my most expensive is Vinny Papali, um, possession receiver going against New Jersey. I don't know. He's he's been good for like ten or eleven points for three weeks in a row. I just had to fill him in. I went with the most expensive receiver I could find that actually produced a little bit, but he's not my best receiver. He okay. He's not your best receiver. Well, look, I I, I NC Nick was right on this one. I just mentioned this uh, to me. Hit the nail on the head with uh, Johnny Dixon a week ago. Johnny Dixon is my uh, is my top wide receiver at 5,400. He had a monster game last week. He's emerging. I've, I could see the chemistry building between him and McLeod Bethel Thompson. And I think they got something going there. So at 5,400, I got Johnny Dixon. Nick, do you have him as your, as your guy? No, I don't. You know, I mean, remember I spent a whole lot less on case Cogus at quarterback. So I'm going to pay up for Isaiah Henney, the uh, Pittsburgh Mauler receiver. He's been over. He's he's been in double digit fantasy points four weeks in a row. He's coming off of a kind of a quiet week, just two for twenty two and a touchdown on six targets. I like the fact that that he's coming off of a quiet week. I think he can rebound, have a nice game. We know he's a top at least five ten receiver in the whole league. So I love the fact that I'm coming off of a quiet game. I think they 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 refocus, get him the ball. He's going to be probably double digit targets this week. I like Isaiah Henny to have a rebound week here. Wow. Wow. He was about a half yard away from getting a return touchdown last week, which would have, he's just dangerous. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was brutal. Cause I had him on my team. He did, And <laughs> I thought I had the touchdown. They on review, they changed that. Um, all right. Well, Patty C who is your, uh, who is your second wide out? Well, play that music Colby because uh, Johnny Dixon is mine. You know, 11 targets in week one, nine in week two. I think, did he get injured in week three? Uh, yeah, he I, did. He did. Yeah. He had five targets at that point. Obviously, two games without any targets because he was out. But then he comes back five targets and then 12 targets last week. So they're strongly bringing him back into the rotation. And uh, he's going to generate some some fantasy points. Uh, 15.7 fantasy points last week. I'll take that. For mm. 5,400, unbelievable. Let's go. All right. Well, look, my, like I said, I left 35, I said 33, $3,500 I left on the table. So my final guy besides my defense, 
Well, I'm taking a shot. This guy got five targets last week. His name is Arthur Jackson, wide receiver for the New Jersey Generals. I thought about to go Warren Newman at 3,300, but at 3K, you get a guy with five. That guy t- did not come through for us last week, by the way. He did not. Didn't do it. Didn't do shit. One hit I, wonder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't uh, do really squat. <laughs> I did see him on the field a couple plays, but yeah, they didn't throw it to him. So Was that Jim Oro? Yeah, poo, yeah, yeah. poo. Yeah. And then he also said, he goes, I saw people in the stands puking, watching our kicking game. Uh, our offense couldn't do diddly yeah. poo. <laughs> uh, but no, Arthur Jackson at a uh, Eastern Michigan, you know, what? my Eagles, baby, my Eagles with Chris Creighton, um, five targets a week ago, Loletta cheese likes going to him. I'm going to take a shot on him for three K anyone else. Uh, nope. Who was it? Sorry. <laughs> that, that pretty much Arthur Jackson's his name. All right. <laughs> Remember, I've never heard of them. Remember it. All right. Uh, NC Nick, who's your final guy besides your defense? All right. So my my lottery ticket at four point five k, and you know, maybe I'm chasing. Maybe I'm chasing. You know, points from last week and the week before. But it it you know one thing we've learned is that Derek Dillon get the ball in his hands. All right. Yeah. Now he only has what a total of five catches, total of six catches in the last three weeks. But the guy is electric. He can do a lot of things with the ball in his hands. So I will, I will gladly take a low price lottery ticket on Derek Ooh, Dylan for 4.5 K Dylan, you son of a bitch to quote the great movie predator. Uh, look, going with Derek Dylan, who's obviously been an electric had a 109 yard return two weeks ago. Part of Patty C's uh, magical showboats run. Patty C who's your, who's your final guy besides your, your defense. Wait, is Derek, uh, is Dylan, you son of a bitch. Uh, when they give the high five, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> I think that's Papali and Dylan. Every time uh, uh, Dylan scores, Papali needs to go up and give him the high five. Yeah. And, Dylan, and then, you and, son of a bitch! Yeah, and then Dylan goes to Papali. He's like, "What's your, uh, you know, the the NFL got you pushing uh, too many pencils?" Because he goes, the CIA has you pushing too many pencils. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Nobody has any idea yeah, what we're talking, we're talking about, about the, the fine movie predator. All right. And I'm not talking about the remake. I'm talking about the one with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers, former, former Oakland Raider linebacker and, and BC lion spent two Woo. years with the, with the BC lions and the CFL That's uh, British Columbia, not before Christ. <laughs> it's not Boston hey, College. It was almost that yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patty C, uh, uh, who's your final guy? Um, I am riding him two weeks in a row. He's been uh, a uh, a target rich. This is a target rich environment. Uh, what? Uh, give me that. What is that? Top Gun. Come on. Uh, and they do have the Top Gun in the league passing to him and Alex Magoo. Um, Trey Quinn. Has been targeted seven, ten, and seven times respectively over the last three weeks. He puts up decent production, two hundred yards receiving over the last three weeks. I don't know. Wow, for six thousand bucks. I'll okay. take it. Argue with that. Okay. All right. Look, uh, going with the targets. Top. He's a top gun guy over here. Going with all the targets. Patty playing with the boys. Shopping at Target. Uh, look, uh, <laughs> when it comes to defense, I told you, Mark Thompson. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do diddly poo this this weekend. I got the Maulers at thirty eight hundred. Nick, I agree. I, I see. So I have no leftover money. So my only choices were the Panthers or the Maulers. For some reason, the Maulers are the second cheap cheapest defense while averaging the second most fantasy points for defenses. So I will gladly take the Maulers 
I agree. They can limit that passing attack and they can focus on Mark Thompson. And uh, that's why I chose them. I had the money to play the gamblers who are playing the Maulers, but remember I have the Maulers beating the gamblers. So let's go. go. Patty C who's your defense. You know, I'm tempted to go with uh, the showboats who are the highest scoring fantasy team because I have enough money to get them. But that said, I want to lean on the Maulers just because I think uh, and and because New Jersey uh, has the lowest, one of the lowest scoring offenses, but we're going Maulers. They're going to shut down Thompson. Let's go. They are going to shut down Thompson. And look, we need you to, uh, to, to follow or they're going to shut us down. No, they're not, <laughs> but maybe the league gets shut down. You never know in these spring leagues. And uh, look, give us a follow on Twitter at USFL gambling. And the best thing you can do subscribe, YouTube, youtube.com uh, go or type in uh, USFL gambling podcast. You'll get it right there. Also subscribe, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts at the USFL gambling podcast, subscribe, tell a friend, please this. We want these leagues to work. And I think they're working. I think the USFL is clearly working. So uh, if you can give Patty C a follow on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. Give myself a follow on Twitter at the Colby D shout out to the chat. That was rocket talking United States football league. Uh, we appreciate you and uh, come play DFS with us. As we mentioned before, uh, let us know hit us up on social media and, and uh, we'll get, extend that invite. And uh, yeah, until, until next week with the reaction show, Sunday night, Monday, something like that. Uh, until then, this is the USFL gambling podcast. And uh, well, you better start thinking about yours and we out of here. <laughs>